0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Another Montana man has been convicted of assaulting law enforcement during the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol. This week, a bench trial was held for Isaac Steve Sturgeon of Dillon and co-defendant Craig Biggert of Pennsylvania, before United States District Judge Royce Lambert, who found both men guilty on seven counts related to their actions that day. The charges were assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers, obstruction of an official proceeding, and aiding and abetting, civil disorder, entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds, engaging in physical violence in a restricted building or grounds, and engaging in an act of physical violence in the grounds of any Capitol building. Quote, the defendants have the right to believe whatever they liked about the 2020 presidential election and to voice those opinions, Lambert said in his opinion, but the First Amendment does not give anyone a right to obstruct or impede Congress, by making it impossible for them to do their job safely. And it certainly does not give anyone a right to riot, assault police officers, or enter restricted areas. Sturgeon's defense had tried to argue that he took former President Donald Trump's speech that day to heart and was only acting on what he believed were the former president's direct orders. Again, we quote the opinion Belief that your actions are ultimately serving a greater good does not negate consciousness of wrongdoing. That's again Judge Lambert in the opinion. The University of Montana, Montana College, and other Montana University System colleges will all see tuition and fee hikes in the next two years as the Montana University System manages increasing costs mostly associated with Payroll increases. With the Montana Board of Regents biennial budget approved last week, in-state undergraduate and graduate tuition will increase by 4% in both fiscal years 2024 and 2025. Out-of-state undergraduate and graduate tuition will increase by 6% in those years. The budget comes with a 5% increase in expenditures in fiscal year 24 and a 4.4 percent increase in fiscal year 25. Seventy percent of the increase will go to payroll taxes originating from the MSU Pay Plan signed in April that outlined either a $1.50 an hour or a 4 percent raise, whichever is greater, for both this year and next. At UM, in-state fees will also increase by 9.6 percent for fiscal year 24 and just under 7% for fiscal year 25. Out-of-state fees will increase by 14.4% and 11.2%, respectively. The changes bring the cost of a semester for resident undergraduate students to $4,273, for non-resident undergraduate students, $16,832. The Cathedral of Helena will repair and restore and preserve portions of its south steeple. Following damage caused by winds in November of 2021, which resulted in the displacement of some clay tiles and the loosening of many others on the south steeple, a temporary stabilization repair was completed by a specialty contractor using a high-lift bucket. Quote, to ensure the long-term stability and aesthetic appeal of the cathedral put in motion for a more permanent repair of the South Steeple. That's according to a news release. The church is not disclosing the amount of money it is spending on the site, but says some of the funding will come from Omaha, Nebraska-based Catholic Mutual, the church's insurance provider. The project will involve the installation of scaffolding to aid worker access. Scheduled to begin in June, the repair is expected to be completed by the fall. U.S. Senator Steve Daines wants a ban on what he describes as adult cabaret performances on military installations. Daines introduced the legislation which takes aim at, quote, topless dancers, go-go dancers, exotic dancers, strippers, or male or female impersonators, who provide entertainment that appeals to purient interests. He introduced that bill on May 9. Co-sponsored by several fellow GOP senators, including Florida's Marco Rubio and Arkansas's Tim Cotton, the bill would prohibit the Defense Department from hosting or financially supporting those performances. Air Force officials confirmed to the Daily Interlake that the events occurred but the attendance was voluntary and the events did not receive public funding. Quote, Private organizations on military bases are able to host volunteer events to celebrate monthly observances or cultural events if approved by the local installation commander. Examples of events hosted on the base could include fun runs, 5Ks, trivia contests, or musical performances. Dane says he finds it hard to believe that the story hour and subsequent drag show promoted on social media and held on base were organized without drawing upon taxpayer dollars. Quote, I don't believe it. That's why I'm still demanding answers. Look, they're trying to cover this up. Republican lawmakers grilled the Secretary of Defense and General Mark Malley, the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, on drag performances on military installations during testimony before Congress back in March. I will say again, this is not something that we support or fund, Defense Secretary Lloyd told Rep. Matt Gatz, the Republican from Florida, during a hearing on the Defense Department's fiscal year 2024 budget request. When Gatz referenced the Malmstrom events a few seconds later, he got the same answer from Lloyd. Again, I will say what I said before. Danes, though, connected the Malmstrom events to the perceived political goals of the Democratic Party and said they were the cause of recruitment woes among the various armed services. Asked what authority would have the final say on what constituted and interests, Danes declined to specify, quote, Montanans know it, when they see it. Congressman Matt Rosendale has continued to criticize the Department of the Interior and its efforts to conserve public lands and protect natural resources in a House subcommittee meeting on Wednesday. Quote, it's clear that the BLM has turned into a climate activist organization under this administration. I'm glad we're holding this hearing to undercover the lawful and unprecedented actions taken by the Bureau, Rosendale said at the House Oversight and Investigations Subcommittee hearing. Rosendale, the Montana Republican, said in recent weeks that he wants major cuts to federal land acquisition and conservation efforts. Rosendale says ranchers would go out of business, as would other local businesses like grocery stores and schools, which he claimed would lead to more poverty and suicide. The state legislature has approved $400,000 in one-time grant funds for autism facilities in Montana, a move advocates said would help serve the community of people who have had to seek treatment in other states. Republican Governor Greg Gianforte signed House Bill 952 sponsored by Representative Courtney Sprunger, the Republican from Kalispell, into law. The bill originally provided $200,000 in one-time funds, but was increased by the Senate Finance and Claims Committee. Senator Mike Cuff, the Republican from Eureka, carried the bill and spoke on the floor about a relative who has a son with severe autism, who was grown to be large and, quote, impossible to handle. He said the boy's mother went to the hospital bruised up because there was no place else to go and she needed to leave him there at the hospital. Quote, she had just reached the limit, end quote. Cuff said he worked with the family and eventually they were able to send the boy to a facility in Mississippi where he was able to access treatment. Senator Shane Morrigo, the Democrat from Missoula, proposed a similar bill that was killed earlier in the session. To be eligible for the funds, a nonprofit or government organization would need to provide a dollar-for-dollar dollar match from public or private sources, as well as provide the Department of Public Health and Human Services plans for construction of an autism facility in Montana. The deadline for the state funds is August 1st. The University of Montana Western anticipates breaking ground on a new sports and activities complex in August, with the goal of having a game-ready field in the fall of 2024. A $13 million fundraising effort is raising money for scholarships, academics, and student wellness and athletic facilities. UM Western is partnering with the Dillon Area J.E. Contracting R.E. Miller Company to build the complex on part of 14 acres next to the campus that was pledged by John and Phyllis Erb. With expanded seating and new amenities, administrators say it will greatly improve campus life, recruiting future students, and be available for Beaverhead County games and events. University of Montana President Seth Bodner has announced former U.M. President Sheila Stearns has died in Flagstaff, Arizona. Stearns served as president of U.M. from December of 2016 to January of 2018. Sheila Stearns received four degrees from U.M., a bachelor's in English and history, a master's in history, a doctorate in educational administration and supervision, and an honorary doctorate in education in 2018. Stearns also received the 2017 Governor's Humanities Award for her support of humanities throughout her career in Montana education. The Bureau of Reclamation says projected water levels and releases at most reclamation Managed reservoirs in eastern Montana will be near average this Memorial Day weekend. Quote, early runoff has been refilling reservoirs at all facilities. That's according to Ryan Newman, the Montana area manager, in a news release. Most of the boat ramps at Reclamation Reservoirs east of the Continental Divide will be usable during Memorial Day. Glacier National Park is reminding visitors that vehicle reservations are required from May 26th through September 10th for people entering the park by vehicle or motorcycle between 6 a.m. and 3 p.m. on the west side entrances. Vehicle registrations will not be required at many Glacier, Two Medicine, or St. Mary's at Rising Sun until July 1st. That's on the east side of the park. Visitors with lodging, camping, or commercial activity reservations do not need a vehicle reservation and can use their confirmation email to access the portion of the park for which their activity is booked. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB db webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, on 31 countries in six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Newsman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.